1: right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions, and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at Sohoradiolondon.com.
2: Okay, everybody, welcome to hashtag Speak, Up Thursday, thur- Speak Up this is the forty-second episode. I'm stuttering because I'm excited. Uh, you're on. You're listening to Soho Radio London.com, and I'm here with my co-host, Lois. Lois, how you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you? How are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. We are not in the flesh today, unfortunately. The next part due of this uh, of this chat will happen in the flesh. We are remote today. But I've been trying to book this um, this guest since the show started. Uh, the wires always get crossed, and it's hard with availability because they are people in demand. They're busy. It's an honor. <laughs> it's an honor Very to busy. work with these people the show. And actually, Lois, you mentioned you said, "Hey, do you have a connection with these?" Uh, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, um, I've been like managing Edward Wakili Hick. I know he's known as Eddie Hick, um, but um, for since September 2020, and I know he's spoken really positive words. About tomorrow's warriors and what you do and what they do and kind of like how important they've been for the jazz scene. Uh, when yeah. you See their output.
2: So you've spilled the beans. Guess, <laughs> uh, oh uh, no! Uh, dang. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I was doing a big setup there. I babe. really wasn't. before <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't say anything? Sorry,
1: y'all. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got too excited.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's all right. I'm excited. We're all excited. I'm, I'm si- We're on the other end of the line. We've got. Dr. Gary Crosby, OBE, and the one that keeps it all together, so I'm told, <laughs> Janine Irons, MBE, the, the founders, the co-founders, the directors, the the nucleus of Tomorrow's Warriors. How are you today?
0: We are fine. We're good. Thank you. Thank you We're for fine. having us. I'd, I'd rather not be called Dr. Crosby, though, on a music program. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... That's fine. I, I know it's tongue-in-cheek. He, he will take appointments for bunions. I no. will be take appointments for bunions. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's funny, Lewis, when you mentioned uh, Wakili, because uh, we now have reduced uh, Wakili's name to, to um, we call him Dreddy. Everybody, (laughs) everybody in the community (laughs) knows.
1: See, I've never heard of that nickname before, so that's news to me. Really? (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: no. Um, Me pushing it mainly, but it's beginning to sink in.
2: So a little bit. I think it'd be good, you know, because I I could kind of riff and speak about tomorrow's warriors all day. But I think at the start of the show here, it would be nice to hear from you, just for our listeners who might not know who you are, just a the short version of who are tomorrow's warriors
3: okay well tomorrow's warriors is uh, a talent development organization a creative producer producing uh, concerts and tours and uh, music educators and a charity um and we work primarily with young people aged 11 to 25 who want to um to take up jazz, to you know, to pursue a career in jazz, um, for some strange reason. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so we, we developed them into, you know, we say from the cradle to the stage, really. So they come to us around the age of eleven and stay with us until the twenty-five, or but most often beyond that, they stay with us for a lifetime. And um, yeah, it's, it was generally set up to. Um, address the underrepresentation of uh, black people, people of colour and women and girls in jazz. Mm -hmm. And also to um, look at the wider music industry, you know, and where we sit within the industry. So that's what we've been doing for the past 30 years. Um, We're based at the South Bank Centre, where we deliver our programme of development for young people, um, mostly over the weekend. But we've got Oh, I mean, it's close to two hundred young people each year are enrolled on the program, and they're taught by um, other um, musicians who've come through the program. So our ethos is each one teach one, so that you know each generation, each generation teaches the next generation, and it, it's entirely free. So we don't want um, money or you know somebody's financial situation to be a barrier to them being able to access the best learning. So, um, yeah, so it's a free programme, been going for 30 years now. Started as a jam session, but now it's so much bigger than that. And, um, you know, we don't just teach them. We also find opportunities for them to play, you know, Mm -hmm. to get out and about and to play, to work with other professional artists, learn their chops directly from the people who are doing it. You know, we helped them grow.
0: Yeah. We help them grow. That that, that was a, a long, short that, answer. That
3: was the long that was yeah. the, the short version
0: of the I was just gonna say that um well the each one teach one is very important. Yeah. But basically was community though. It was about, community, though, it was was about like. community and it was a group of us that started at the jazz Cafe. Oh, oh nice. You know, um Dennis Baptiste, yeah. Byron yeah. Wallen, Tony Kofi, and so on and so forth. And we just attracted other young people to that place on a Saturday afternoon, and it was a hang. It was a hang. It was the original hang. All of all of the stuff that you're seeing in London now is actually it's related to that. Um, I to think that, that session. You
2: know, one thing you you were talking about: each one teach one, and and kind of the alumni as as leaders. Um, I. Th- for me, that's been one of the coolest things uh, to witness because, you know, I, I moved here in 2010 and I've worked around live jazz uh, quite a bit. And I got to see a lot of the, um, well, a lot of the warriors, right? I've, I've, I've got to witness Nubaya and Kavuma and Moses Boyd and Sons of Kemet and uh, Ezra and jo- like so many of, of those generations I've, I've got Thank to witness you. live and speak with and not not a single one of them and Sheila who's a dear friend not not a single one of these people don't name check tomorrow's warriors mm. and um you know respect to binker moses who i who i swear i have got a vision of myself in 30 40 years time and i'm like i'm i'm limping down the south bank and there he is saying like i'm just going in to teach mate i'll be back in a second you know like like but but i i really like i don't i guess the the question i'm formulating here's a uh, Formulating is like do you think that the reason everybody name checks you so much and gives so much credit to you is because of the community that you've created rather than um say oh i've learned how to play these tunes you know
3: yes yes Yes. definitely yes definitely Definitely. Uh,
2: um i
0: think we we caught them and you know it's it's a certain type of person that speaks that way because we've had many musicians before and afterwards who possibly don't speak that way about us although you know they should do, or maybe depending on what they do but that particular generation we caught them at the right age and we had them in the right space which mm. was the spice of life yeah if they were um, in the basement on Wednesdays they were we wouldn't I wouldn't even let them play gigs for the first two <laughs> weeks, but they weren't yeah you know, not one of them could could but then what Janine introduced was ideas like mixing them in with the with the experienced players plus one. Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. So Dennis Baptiste would do a concert, but we would insist that one of the youngsters was some way engaged, you know, whether playing or part of the jam session at the end of the night. And that's how we built them up. And by the time we got them to South Bank, we had a group of people who were supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, consistently reminding us of other people they felt that could join the pack. You know, as much as we 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 created or laid the foundation for this, their input was important as well. Mm. Yeah mm. um you know especially Nathaniel Cross.
2: Hey spe- hey big oh. up big up Nathaniel yeah. Cross. Hey I'm but, glad you said that real quick before I hand <laughs> the mic to, to to Lois. Nathaniel Cross I was. I'm insisting on on everybody knowing this man's name so much so that I booked him for March 17th at Rich Mix. Everybody, come down to March, 7, March 17th. Rich Mix. Nathaniel Cross is going to be playing uh, along with Sheila Morris Gray and the LMHR Collective. It's for our UN Anti Racism Day concert. Had to throw that plug in. Nathaniel Nathaniel Cross is. Uh, is, is a titan to be reckoned with. He's, he's, a, mus- he's a musical force, uh, but I'm hogging the mic. Lois, did you want to ask something? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, know one of the things I really, um, about your mission statement that stood out to me a lot was actually your focus on trying to create culturally more diverse audiences, because I think Ooh. that's so vital, just as ensuring like the talents there, diverse talents there is so important to, that carries through to, audi- to audiences, because it's so often that, you know, you go to a show you know, it's the same sort of people there. And, or, or it's just not, you know, it, should, it could be more colourful. And I think, yeah. like, why did you choose that to be part of your mission statement? I thought it was interesting that you actually incorporated we caribbeans yeah. in- ourselves.
0: Yeah, we're, we're um, African-Caribbeans Caribbean uh, ourselves. My, my experience in the jazz world goes back almost 40 years. More than, mm-hmm. that. More, more than that. More than that. Much more than that. thanks for telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, to... Just a little bit more than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I never <laughs> would have guessed, never. <laughs> and, uh, when the opportunity, I, actually, it all started with a trip to Jamaica. Okay, um, it's possibly the the last I did with the, with the with the with the Courtney Pine, and it was a cousin of mine's who consistently kept on asking me before doing. You know, these plumes of smoke were hitting my face. Was what am I doing in England? What am I doing in England? And every time I answered, he he looked less and less impressed. Mm. Until I worked out. Um, this is a, somebody of an Afrocentric background. Had left England, went back to Jamaica, and created his own business farm. Him and his brothers, and th- that was the key. Okay. The key. Well, we, we, you know, we do it because it's necessary. We do it because we love the art that we're engaged in, and it's something we want other people to engage in, and especially working class people from our background. Mm. Similar
3: also, it was about. Um, You know, art is meant to be for everybody. And it seemed ludicrous that you had um, a a genre of music that came from black people, and yet you couldn't actually see those people represented in the audiences when when you went to play. So um, it was crucial then, you know, as well as diversifying who was on the stage to do the same with the people who were on the other side, you know, off stage mm-hmm. watching. And also, as is even more important nowadays, also who is actually producing this stuff, you know, who's backstage, who are the people behind the yeah. scene mm-hmm.
2: um,
3: doing this work, you know, and making sure that um, they're all getting the opportunities as well. Because there's been loads of research about this, you know, and about the lack of the lack of representation among um you know the producers the coordinators yeah.
1: engineers as well yeah. like really low Absolutely. like numbers of black women yeah. are in that industry yeah for sure yeah. but you know so more has to be done
3: you know i, I know uh, for example prs foundation have got their power up mm-hmm. um game that, that they're doing um which so far has, has been quite successful um and just sort of I don't know, just making do it. Uh, just do progress, it. Yeah, yeah. you know, a lot more um, possible
0: for people yeah. who are working in the industry. And, and the, sure. thing, the thing, that, it's not as if to say, you know, I come from another generation, that, you know, prior to the Jazz Warriors and even before that. It's not as if to say these things weren't spoken about. The difference is, is that Janine Irons came along. <laughs> up, until <laughs> time, up until that time, we were just having fun you know, at, 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 at Jazz Cafe. Uh, and then Janine said, no, this is not fun. This is work. So mm-hmm. what, what's proven to us is that um, instead of complaining about the system, which you must do, you have to get on with it. What you want to see in the world, you have to be it yourself. Mm. Yeah. What I found with, you know, I've worked with many different um, companies that had these ambitions before for the for, for our art form but they would be complaining all the time they would be going to you know local government they'd be going to other companies well the thing with janine was let's do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they complaining. Yeah, do it. You,
3: you can spend your life talking about it, and yeah. you know a lot of people do spend an awful lot of time yes. around tables and in committee rooms talking on Facebook, about it.
0: On Facebook, you know, so but
3: so, so. you just need to do it. And, and do frankly, it. you know, diversity isn't rocket science. You know, it, really you, it isn't. For sure, agreed. We do just need to do it, to do yeah. it. Yeah. and you make a conscious decision, you know, about. What you want, you know, your board to look like, or what you want your staff team to look like, what you um, want your
2: gigs and, to look like, yeah, and what, what you want, want your gigs yeah. to look like, yeah. you
3: know, it's it's not
2: hard.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think some some of us in the music industry we've got into this habit of making excuses. You know, yeah. we can blame everybody else, which you know, rightly so, we can. Oh, but yeah. if you're not actually doing the work to change it it's not going to change anyway yeah you know and um, we can go way back to you know the last century the early part of the last century these same arguments about you know who owns this music has been going on and um we're, we are grateful to have people like you know janine and the people from jazz refreshed mm-hmm. who have just decided mm-hmm. to big say, up jazz refreshed you know yeah. yeah and in america there are people there we know there. you know um the um Bass player and his wife, oh Christian McBride. Yeah, and Christy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Christian. There's, yeah. There's, there's actually this kind of thinking now amongst a lot of people is, it's pointless complaining to deaf ears. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, I, the thing I, that will affect those deaf ears is financial gain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we have to turn what we're doing into something that's profitable, so others will copy it. Mm. But pleading on their their mercy and yeah. it, it on, on moral grounds, it, it it's not going to work. It, it hasn't not worked. Gonna work. So forget it now. Mm. Let's, get, let's get
2: to work. Let's um let's play a few tunes. We're going to play uh, Evolution from Revolution by Dennis Baptiste, and then Strange Beautiful uh, Remembrance from binkard Golding. Um, do you want to say a few words about those two gentlemen before we play?
0: Both tennis saxophone players. Mm. Both came to me <clears throat> in their early teens. Um, Dennis is, apart from a great musician, he's also a great friend. He's a um, family friend. Um, and I personally believe, I'm blowing my own trumpet now, that that particular band and that album he did, uh, Identity by Subtraction,
3: yeah,
0: it's one of my most proudest things that I've ever been involved in. I think that band... If we had won something from Jazz FM or something like that, we would have gone on to have been one recognized as one of the, the best bands in the country. It was that good.
3: I think yeah. that's called playing your own trumpet. <laughs> 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 I'm,
0: I'm on the um, Come on, Janine. Uh, no, it, it, Andrew, is a, Angela, it is. a McCormick, fantastic
3: album. It is fantastic. But all of Dennis's albums are Rod fantastic. Young's, you know, because yeah, yeah. Dennis always. He does. He's not prolific in terms of knocking albums out, you know, but he um, that's why it's always worth the wait when Dennis actually arrives with an album because mm-hmm. you know it's been really well thought through. The music is really good. He's spent time crafting the music, you know. So um, I always love it when, when Dennis says he's got a new album coming. It's not very often he says it,
0: but, and, but you know, and, always great. And the first love time I, I spoke with each of them, Dennis uh, was serving me fish at um, Sainsbury's in in Acton. I didn't even know he was a saxophone. He recognized me. He was serving me fish at the counter. And you do the usual thing, you know, yes, young man, come down to the jam session, and you forget it. The first time I met Binker, he wanted to play some ridiculous cult thing at jam (laughs) session. And I looked at him and said, really? <laughs> and we just started playing the blues. You know, yeah. I um, I wasn't disrespectful to him. I know he said I was. But we've um, <laughs> become people that I admire both for the same things, their yeah. the compositional qualities.
3: And Binker's really funny. I mean, he's yeah. great. And he's a fantastic music leader. You know, yeah. lot, a lot of respect from the young
0: people. Yeah, both of yeah. them. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Dennis. Yeah. And Dennis is good at cooking. Um He's a great, yeah. Yeah, Although he's been the longest vegetarian, I know he's a great, he's great at cooking meat and fish, yeah. And he doesn't eat either, but he's good at doing it. No, he eats fish. Oh, yes, he eats fish. That's right. (laughs) He doesn't. We're giving away all
3: the secrets. (laughs) (laughs) We love them both, yeah. Yeah. Both fantastic musicians.